This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 17th of December. In your Squeeze today, tragedy in Tasmania, a Kennedy in the US Embassy, Pat Cummins ruled out of the second Ashes Test, and beating Mariah Carey at Christmas. This is your Squiz Today. Five Tasmanian children have died and another three are in a critical condition after an inflatable jumping castle was lifted into the air, causing the children to fall to the ground from a height of around 10 metres. The students from Hillcrest Public School in Devonport were celebrating the last day of school for the year yesterday when the incident happened. It's just so incredibly tragic, Claire. Not many details are yet known about just how it happened. No, and there's two critical details that police haven't given a lot of information on. One is how many children were on that jumping castle at the time that it went into the air, and the other is if and how that jumping castle was secured to the ground. There's a lot of investigations happening, as you can imagine, including the coroner uh, who has visited that scene. Uh, Reports will be done. There'll be a lot said about that in the coming weeks and months. It's not the first time a jumping castle has been blown into the air like this here in Australia, but it is the first to have such a tragic outcome. Yeah, so in November last year, two kids aged 10 years old uh, had to undergo surgery when they had multiple fractures to their arms and legs after a freak gust of wind blew a jumping castle seven metres into the air. That happened in regional New South Wales uh, and also in Western Sydney in 2019. There were four kids uh, who fell from a height of about eight metres when their jumping castle became airborne. So they're not unknown, these accidents. But as you say, this one is certainly the most tragic. Uh, There are Australian regulations for the use of jumping castles. They should be able to withstand wind speeds of up to 40 kilometres an hour if they're properly tethered to the ground, Uh, but 30 kilometres an hour uh, wind speed is the maximum that they should safely operate. And what the Bureau of Meteorology says is that yesterday wind speeds in that Devonport area were somewhere between 7 and 22 kilometres an hour. Yeah, so lots of questions about what happened yesterday. As we mentioned, an investigation is underway. Incredibly devastating news. Our thoughts are with the families and that community in Tasmania. Moving on now, the mid-year economic and fiscal outlook was released yesterday. That's my EFO to federal fiscal fanatics, of which I think we can count you as one, Claire. (laughs) Basically, it's a mid-year check-in on how the economy is doing. And with that little thing called COVID, plenty of eyes on the numbers. Look, fanatic's a bit rough for me. (laughs) I'm... More an interested party, I think. Middling enthusiast. (laughs) (laughs) And what we found yesterday, of course, there was lots of bracing for a really bad result because of all of what we've been through with COVID this year. But actually, when it comes down to it, our budget is in better shape uh, right now than what was expected in the May budget. Uh, But there's no escaping the big losses that we're currently incurring. There's a lot of debt uh, that's expected to 
to reach $1.2 trillion uh, in 2024-25. So we're really racking up that debt at the moment. Uh, Josh Frydenberg, our treasurer, says that that's about less than half what other G20 nations are currently doing. He says that we're in better shape than many of our peers and that high vaccination and our high employment rate will hold us in good stead as we try and crack on and get past this COVID period. Shadow Treasurer Jim Chalmers has said that the nation's finances are in a mess, pointing out that gross debt and the cost of living pressures. In some Canberra-adjacent news, US President Joe Biden has put forward his pick for the US ambassador role to Australia. It's none other than Caroline Kennedy, the daughter of JFK and Jackie Kennedy. She is a very high-profile pick. Uh, She Mm. is a lawyer and an author, and she also served as US ambassador uh, to Japan between 2013 and 2017 under President Barack Obama. Uh, She is someone who pundits say is a really good pick for us because, of course, there's a lot going on with the US and Australia relationship, whether that's AUKUS uh, or whether that's trying to fend off an aggressive China. There's lots to crack on with. The next steps are for her to be confirmed by the US Senate. We haven't had an official ambassador since the Trump administration finished up. In sports news now, Pat Cummins is sitting out this second Ashes test in Adelaide after he was pinged as a close contact of a COVID case. Pretty tough news for the freshly minted captain. He was out at dinner in Adelaide on Wednesday night and a fellow diner at a table next to him unknowingly had COVID. So that means that Cummins was deemed a close contact and he's now isolating for seven days. What Cricket Australia says is that was extremely unlucky. Uh, They've been Mm. criticised for not having like a hard bubble arrangement, meaning that players wouldn't be able to really interact with the public. But what Cricket Australia says is that they've really tried to meet a middle ground because the players' mental health and also them getting on with their lives is important too. Cummins will definitely be missed. He's the world's top-ranked bowler and took five wickets in the first test. He says he's gutted but excited for Queenslander Michael Nessa to get his test debut. Steve Smith will step up as captain for the first time since that infamous ball tampering scandal back in 2018. Now, Christmas is usually Mariah Carey's time to shine. I think the rule is that as soon as Halloween is over, she emerges from wherever she's been hibernating for the year. But a surprising entrant has sneaked into the top five album Aria charts and beating out the likes of Mariah Carey and Michael Bublé this time of year. I think you've basically just called Mariah Carey a vampire of some description. Sounds kind of right to me. (laughs) Yes, Christmas certainly is her time of year. (laughs) And there's always the question mark about whether she's going to be able to get to number one with that um, Christmas Mm. tune. I won't put it in people's heads this morning. Probably (laughs) is already permanently there. Uh, But what has happened this week is an album called Songs of Disappearance. Uh, What it is is Sounds of Rare Australian Birds. It's proved a real hit. Um, Mm. It's been put together by BirdLife Australia. They're a conservation uh, organisation. They were concerned about extinction of certain breeds of birds. Uh, They have taken their tweets and their squawks. There's 53 (laughs) of those bird species that they're worried about. And they've set it to music and it's been quite a hit. I mean, who would have thought? But, you know, good on them. 40 years of bird noises set to music. They're also donating all the profits to bird conservation efforts. 
A jam-packed Friday Lights this week. It's a section in the Squiz Today newsletter where we put links that we find interesting and always, always a recipe. Claire, what's cooking this weekend? Fried chicken. Yum. It's the time. Sold. <laughs> it's the point. Sign me you up. You need to, to wrap up my state of mind. <laughs> That's really <laughs> where I'm at. So fried chicken with a vinegar dressing. It's an Adam Lior recipe. I know you're a huge fan of big, his, big fan. Larissa. Yep. Um, it really is an easy one, really super easy, and it's very, very uh, satisfying on that reward for effort scale. You get a lot of reward, very little effort, so go for it. That's one of my top criteria for cooking. <laughs> Also in Friday Lights, a link to the UK Christmas adverts. They're always worth a watch and a recommendation to a very nifty website that does a comparison match on skincare stuff. You and I, Claire, can go down a bit of a rabbit hole when we start talking skincare, so we won't get started. But essentially, it analyzes formulas to find products that are similar, but perhaps at a better price point for your budget. Very interesting. I'll pop a link to it in your episode notes. But as I said, in the Squiz Today newsletter today, Squiz the Day, Claire, or the week. Weekend, what are you keeping an eye on? So today, Ken Wyatt, who is our Minister for Indigenous Australians, he's set to release a report that's all about the establishment of a national voice uh, to Parliament from Indigenous Australians that's very eagerly anticipated. So there'll be a few details about that today. Yeah, that's been on the cards for a long time, so keep an eye out for that today. Before we leave you to your Friday and the weekend, a little message for parents. If you've got long car trips coming up or you're needing some holiday entertainment ideas for the kids, the Squiz Kids podcast is releasing weekly bonus content during the school holidays. Lots of fun stuff, kids versus adult quizzes, kid-friendly shortcuts and all sorts of things from Marvel superheroes to the ashes to weird and wonderful animals. It's all available via Apple Podcasts. You just hit the subscription button and for $6.99 a month, you get three extra Squiz Kids episodes a week. It's the first time we're dipping our toes into paid subscription content, but we're super proud of all the stuff that's available. You do get a week's free trial, so jump in and have a listen. That's all from us. Have a good weekend and we will be back with you on Monday. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.